0: Why she's been doing that panting thing a lot
1: lately. Well, Jack's been whining a lot. Oh, they're just having issues, they're just being needy.
0: I would say it's a midlife crisis, but they're both technically elderly. Elderly,
1: I know. (laughs) Jack's almost 11. Is he really? Yeah, in January. Oh my gosh. I know. I just took him to go get his, we had to update his vaccines. So I took him to get his rabies shot, Mm -hmm. went and paid for his registration. And so they, you know, they print you out a thing. Right. And it was like 10 years and eight months. And I was like, oh, wow. he's old. But you'd never know it. Yeah. I mean, him being white, it's is harder is to too. tell too. Because the more white his fur gets, right. it doesn't look weird because it's not against like a different color. Right.
0: Well, like her, she's gotten more gray for right. sure. Especially in her face. Yeah. But um, she still mm-hmm. is so playful and yeah. Other
1: than her poor little back legs, yeah, because well, she's that's such a jumper. That's Jack. I mean, he's lazy and loves to lay around and snuggle and nap. But mm-hmm. he like loves Jason and him play like every single day. Yeah, so yep, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> when I paid because when you register your dog, at least in our city, you can do one, two, three, or five years. Okay, and. The girl was like – and I always just do three years because then I don't – because the rabies shot is good for three years. So then I oh, know when the rabies sense. is due, his registrations also do, and I can just do them at the same time. That makes sense. So I just always do the three-year. And she, like, looked at me, and she was like, yeah, probably shouldn't do the five-year. And I was like <gasps> – oh. <laughs> Like, insinuating <laughs> my dog's going to be dead. And I was oh like – Oh, my gosh. Maybe he'll <laughs> learn, live to be 20, Yeah, lady. you don't know. I know. Wasn't <laughs> Belle, like – wasn't she like seventeen Belle, or eighteen? I don't even know how old she, she was. was really the old, oldest right? dog in the world. Yeah, she was
0: <laughs> so old. She lived. I was like, she's gonna live forever. And even she then,
1: probably could still be alive, right? And even then, didn't they, they wind up just down. making the decision because yeah, poor she thing was... her. Her body was, like, shutting yeah, down. Of she of course. Was,
0: she was so – she
1: might have been, like, 17
0: years That's old. That's what I was
1: thinking. Like, she was yeah. pretty old. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm like, whatever. Like, it made me want to be like, no, I do want the five-year, but I didn't. Gosh, how stinking awful. my like, <laughs>
0: what a terrible thing to say to someone. Well,
1: and you have to do it at the animal shelter. So, I'm like, I get that you probably are just desensitized to certain things because it probably would be depressing to work there uh, if Absolutely. You, if you have your feelings fully invested. Oh, my gosh. But it was, yeah. like – Um, okay. Anyhow, thanks for my dose of morbidity. (laughs) Anyhow, on to happier, um, happier subject. So last week we, (sighs) uh, told you guys that the contest was over and that the winners had been emailed. Well, that was a lie because Uh, the (laughs) website that we did it through doesn't automatically email them. Yeah, we thought, we thought they did. Which is probably good because that way we could check that they actually did everything Yeah, we can verify their entries. Correct. So it draws the winners randomly, but then it lets you double check to make sure they, you know, fulfilled everything. So, you know, I drew a winner and then I checked to make sure that whatever entry they used, they actually did. Like, follows us on Twitter or follows us on Instagram or left us a review or whatever. Right. So I verified them all. And the first five that I (coughs) – bless you. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Oh, and it's only two. I know. Usually yours come in threes. Yeah. Uh, So the first five I picked happened to all qualify, so I didn't have to oh, disqualify nice. anyone or anything like that. So awesome. I'll announce the winners now. We're recording this on Saturday. You guys won't hear this till Wednesday. Yeah. But once we're done recording, I'm going to uh, send out the emails to each of these winners. But I just thought I would announce them on the podcast so that mm-hmm. everybody could hear who won. Yay! So our winners are uh, Chelsea Sandy. And if I mess up this name, I'm so sorry. Hosna... Opine, mm. uh, Ashley Hutton, Kashine, or Kashine maybe, Rule, and Rosalia Cernadas. So, Yay! Congratulations. Te yes, congratulations, <laughs> ladies. Uh, so, uh, you guys should be. By the time you're hearing this, you should definitely have an email in your inbox. Yes. So if you have not received that, check your spam folder Yeah, or uh, just reach out to us, shoot us an email, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get that taken care of. Yep. So. That Send
0: send you your prizes. Yeah. So
1: thank you guys. We got like 200 and some odd entries. That's like, awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. So thank you guys all for sharing and following and leaving us reviews yeah so yeah and just bear with us because a few of you guys are international yes so we'll figure out the best way to get your stuff mailed out to you so it might take in as timely manner as possible so i don't know how international mail works but i imagine once it leaves our country it probably takes a bit to get to you Mm -hmm. so don't stress but we will i promise we'll get some goodies out to you guys so i just wanted to get that out of the way first of all and what else did i want to talk about Um, Oh, this is just a general public service announcement because I'm obsessed with these things. But if you guys have a Costco near you, or you're a Costco member, or you can shop on Costco online, there are these slippers. I'm wearing them right now. (laughs) I buy them every year, you guys. Every year. Every year. Because they are basically duplicates of UGG slippers. Right. Um, But I think they're better. They have a more, like, solid bottom. Um, it's like rubberized and grippy and stuff. So you can walk outside in them if you want. I usually just use them for my house shoes, mm-hmm. but they're so comfy. They're like, uh, fur lined and, or Sherpa lined, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're, tw- they're only like $23 and That's a good deal. Ugg slippers are like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I have a pair of Ugg slippers and I don't like them as much. Wow. So I can attest to the fact that They're great. So I'm just telling everyone, go to Costco and get your $23 comfy slippers for the winter time. Awesome. Yay, (laughs) Costco. I love Costco. So do I. I love them. And let's see what else. Oh, Ashley wanted me to tell you guys a story.
0: (laughs) Well, because, yeah. Anyway. So
1: I texted, and I was like, dang it, why did I? I texted her last night, and then she's like, oh my gosh, you have to tell that story on the podcast. And I was like, dang it, I should have just waited to tell you until we were recording. (laughs) But basically, I... We record at my house most of the most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I had let my husband know, um, because it's the weekend, I said, and he's off. So I said, just so you know, like Ashley and I are planning on uh recording tomorrow. Yeah. And he kinda laughed and he was like, Okay, he's like, What? So you guys can talk about Turkish garden tools and getting wood from the woodshed and he's like wiggling his eyebrows <laughs> as he says it. So what he means by that <laughs> is he has seen a couple of my historical romance books mm-hmm. uh-huh. and they they a couple of them have had like the word rake in the title uh-huh. Uh-huh. which if you've ever read historical romance a rake is basically what's the best way to describe a rake he's like i a, guess a womanizer yeah okay yeah yes like a womanizer back in england times in like yeah. the 1800s a and, scoundrel yes a scoundrel <laughs> so i had this book called like, what was it? Is it Cold-Hearted Rake? Yes, Cold-Hearted yeah. Rake. And he had seen it and was like, what the heck is that? And I was, So I was trying to explain to him. And his dad was with him at the time, too. So I'm explaining to both my husband and my father-in-law right. what a rake is. Uh-huh. And they both just thought it was the funniest thing. Which well, is
0: funny. And I was telling Kristen, because <laughs> I grew up watching the Anne of Green Gables, like, miniseries yes. with uh, Megan Follows. The only good one, yes. Yes. So, yeah. I Well, I mean, I haven't even tried watching Anne with any I have but I, I don't, like don't it. really have the desire to yeah I tried anyway but as yeah. a child like we, we me and my sisters we watch that constantly right and there's this one scene with Josie Pye and because mm-hmm. they're they're like off at college at this time and Anne runs into Josie Pye and her Josie Pye and Gilbert Blythe were always kind of a couple. Uh (laughs) And so Anne asks her about Gilbert, and she's like, Gilbert, Blythe is a rake. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember, I have this distinct memory as a kid, I don't know, maybe I was eight years old, Mm -hmm. ten years old, of asking my dad, like (laughs) being like, Dad, what's a rake? (laughs) Because obviously she's trying to insult him. Right, and you clearly
1: know she's not calling him A garden tool, yes, right. But I'm and I'm a bewildered child
0: wondering what on earth she's talking about. And my dad basically told me, "Eh, like he's not a good guy. That's what she's trying to say about him. So he tried to put it in (laughs) in child perspective for me. (laughs) So yeah, it's just. But obviously, it's not a common word these days. Yeah, people don't use that term. You don't go around calling
1: i don't know f boys that's what they yes. call them now right it's like now although maybe it would be better if we just call them rakes
0: i mean <laughs> it's a much more dignified term yes and if people if people i guess it's a more i don't know i don't want to say it's a more intelligent insult but right. you could kind of qualify it as it that. kind of is yeah it'd be kind of funny if you're so like, yeah
1: rake yeah so because of that my husband's been on this kick now yeah and he tries about rakes and tries to use the word rake every chance he gets so the other day so anyways that's what he meant by turkish garden tools he was, yeah turkish rakes so but the other day even he said something i don't remember i think i was reading a book and he was like, <laughs> and he's asking me a question and you know don't get me wrong i love my husband but it was like I just started reading. You could not have oh, like gosh. asked me this twenty Kendrick minutes does ago. The same thing. Yeah. So it's like not that I don't want to talk to you, but like no, I, I know. just started. Reading, I know. And now you – the second I start a book, mm-hmm. is he he
0: needs me, uh-huh. or he starts like wandering around yeah. and just being around, <laughs> yeah, me. like hovering. And yes,
1: and, and I'll put my book down, and I'm like, uh-huh. do you need some attention? Uh huh. So <laughs> I was doing that, and I probably was being a little more exasperated than I need to be needed mm-hmm. to be, and he's like. Sorry, I know that you're into rakes and I'm just a shovel, but I was like, oh, my gosh. It was so ridiculous. (laughs) But I, like, could not stop laughing. So I was like, okay, babe, what can I do for you? (laughs) It's just so –
0: I don't know. And and maybe this is just a phenomenon of – maybe it's any fandom it but be. i feel like especially with readers mm-hmm. you cuz i am so this way like i i adore my husband so much yes. i love him so much but sometimes i'm like no i have a book boyfriend that i need to get back uh-huh. to right now like he's very important it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> very important that i get back to this story and find out what's going to happen right but I love you and yes. please be by me, but like mm-hmm. excuse me, I have other things to attend to. <laughs> but please be by me quietly. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: He it's we have the same issue. Yeah. Cuz I will really try not to get irritated.
1: Well, right, because I mean I'm deep in my book. Right, because the fact of the matter is the book's not going anywhere. Right. You can, right. You know, my book, my Kindle, whatever it is, like Right. He's you know, he's more important. Right. Yeah. It's just a yeah. Yeah. But also I don't feel that bad because he'll do the same thing to me if he's like deep into reading like an Uh article or watching like a YouTube DIY video type Uh thing. So he'll be like, babe, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, hmm. (laughs) how's that medicine tasting? (laughs) Like yours? (laughs) Like your own?
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. I always give Eric a hard time. Uh Because... It's it's always the same thing too. Like the second I go into the kitchen to clean or to start dinner, he's immediately in the kitchen. Mm-hmm, and we for live a in snack. a tiny one bedroom apartment. Right. And I'm like, there's only enough room in here for me, right? So I'm kind of bumping into him, and he he, he, he he's funny because he always acknowledges it. Right. I'll be like, yeah, I know. The second you come in here, then I'm a magnet and I have to come into the kitchen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, marriage,
1: marriage. It's great though, you guys. It, yes, is. it is. I promise. I don't, yeah. I <laughs> hope,
0: I don't think we ever sound like, yeah, that we don't enjoy being married. Of No, our
1: husbands though. Yeah. No, we're it's all just, flawed. they're those funny things. Yeah. And if they had, if Eric and Jason shared a podcast, I'm sure they'd have plenty of I'm stories sure to tell about would, us. So I'm sure they would. And I would not fault them for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. What else? I think the last thing, oh. I did write down, John's going to France, so can you come to the USA, please? And I saw your tweet. Yep. Yesterday, I thought, you know, I'm just going to
0: tweet this Mm -hmm. because we are a very official podcast. Yes, we are. And we should be qualified as news media. And if he comes, I mean, who else is going to interview him? Right. E is probably going to interview him. Mm -hmm. But I thought, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. Why not? (laughs) If I tweet it into existence. Hey. If you build it, they
1: will come, uh right?
0: So it's there. It's there. And Johnny Mon, if you come to the -hmm. States, we would love to meet you and interview you. Yes. Uh, Please. It would likely be a better interview than Mm -hmm. any other media source. Yeah. We
1: promise not to poke and prod about your love life or lack thereof. No. It's none of our business. We'll
0: ask you about a project. Yes. We know about your your past projects. Yep. We'll have very informed questions for you. Absolutely. and Nothing
1: uncomfortable. We won't put you in an
0: awkward Uh position. And we already know about Turk DZ. So we're going to have knowledge. We're not going to be asking about different things Mm -hmm. that other American media will have no concept of. True.
1: And we're not a tabloid. so
0: Yeah. We will be very
1: respectful. I agree. (laughs) So a bunch of you guys have actually retweeted that. But, you know, if you want to scroll down our feed and find that Mm -hmm. tweet – And just retweet and tag John. Maybe eventually he'll see it. Yeah. I mean, he technically knows of our existence thanks to Suzanne. It's true. So. It's true. I don't know if he's listened, but if you're listening. Yep. We'd love to have you. Yep. It would be lovely. So. All right. Everything else. Um, I also wrote down the possibility of Demet and Ibo sharing a screen. Oh. Which seems to have very mixed feelings from the fandom. I've seen that. And that I, for one, and
0: I know you, yeah, um one hundred percent if if that is like we're Real, covering right
1: that. because we don't, oh, yeah, I agree. I also I don't think anything's been officially confirmed yet, right. so obviously, we don't know it's all technically still speculation, yes, but there's a lot of speculation. And from that one journalist, what's her name, Beerson or something? people mm-hmm. seem to really trust what she says when she tweets it mm-hmm. or shares it. So I'm guessing there's got to be an element of truth to it. We don't know exactly what the position, what their situation is going to be as far as leads. Like, is he going to be the husband that she doesn't love? Is he going to be the person she's interested in? Right. Et cetera. But people were complaining about, like, their age gap. And sorry, like, my husband and I are 11 years apart, so I have no problem with an age gap. Yeah. It's not like she's 15 and he's 50. Right. Yeah. That would be an entirely different situation. And he's, like, 37, 38 maybe. Yeah. Something around there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not a big deal. Listen, guys. You reach an age Mm -hmm. where you're like, no,
0: he's a man. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. And
1: better a man than a boy, in my opinion. I agree. And Ibo
0: is certainly a man. Yes.
1: So for anyone who's like not really on board with it, I would encourage you, if you haven't watched anything he's been in, like to watch at least Duchy Sen because that's on Netflix. So it's pretty uh available for anyone to watch yep he's great in that gosh go watch side of jason you it's guys. such a good movie you guys it's not even two hours so it's less than a, a dz episode it's totally yeah. doable it's one of my honest to goodness favorite movies now it's, it's like so in my top good. movies i love it
0: so much it's like rocky meets return to me yeah meets, meets. what else did i say when uh, i was texting yeah you? rocky i know it's meets kind of those two me
1: meets those two kind of yeah. feel like the – You did give three of them, and they were very, like, good. Yeah. But anyways, those anyway. two. Oh, so good. So good, you guys. <laughs> so watch that. If you can get your hands on uh, Sia Baez Ashk, which is uh, one of his more recent DZs. Um, I really want to watch that. Yeah, you should. I need to. So if you can get your hands on that – you have to do some serious Google searching, Facebook diving, whatever. Yeah. But you should be able to p- just reach out on Twitter to the fandom. Someone will have info on how to watch it. Yeah. Um, I watched it last year. I He's dra- so good. If dramaturka.
0: Maybe. will have it.
1: Yeah. Or maybe even Kinamania. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, so check those out, you guys. Yes. And you'll see why we love him so much. Yes. And now on to official business, the question of the week from last week. Yes. We got just a couple answers. Um, also, the, we got an answer and a clarification from Nayara. Please tell me if I'm saying your name correctly. <laughs> I feel like I've said your name a few times in other episodes and you haven't corrected me, so I'm guessing it's correct. Mm-hmm. But if I'm totally butchering your name, please just tell me. So Nayara wrote us on Instagram and said, uh, I love hearing you girls to answer the question of the week, which to remind you guys was about the moonstones Mm. breaking and specifically the white one yes and if it really held any more meaning or if it was just a plot point to get to another plot point yeah you know etc and she said i don't think there is a meaning because it's not aisha and girl i feel you (laughs) it only happened so that john could later use it for the ring which Mm. i think is probably true Mm. Um, Which I actually have to say, I did not hate that storyline. I thought it was a good repurposing of the Moonstone when we get there. Uh, She says, but if there is, it could be announcing that something bad would happen to them, as you said in the podcast. Because M also started making some bad choices, as we'll get into in this week's episode. Yeah. And she said, also, I watched again with English subtitles, and the slogan was translated as, create beauty. Not beauty will save the world. Oh. So create beauty makes a lot more sense. Yes. For the context in which Sonam was explaining her idea yeah. for the campaign. So, yeah. So, why did they? Okay. I don't know. Hmm. So, Interesting. Anyhow, create beauty makes a lot more sense. Yes. Even in the way she presents it in the campaign this week when I was yeah. watching it with those lenses, then, like, yep. oh, okay, the campaign slogan is create beauty, not beauty will save the world. Okay. So much better. Yes. And, and obviously that was always a possibility
0: that it was just a, the, a rough translation. translation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she also wanted to tell, this one's for you, Ashley, because she <gasps> wrote, by the way, loved the nickname lame. Very much appropriate <laughs> instead of lame. I'm so <laughs> glad. So, uh, <laughs> and then on Twitter, uh, Moran wrote, I freaked out when it broke, but the moment John took the toolbox and made a ring out of it, I loved it. I give Osley credit here for thinking how to make the stones even more meaningful, which, again, we have to give her credit where it yeah, is due, and I true. I do agree with that. Stephanie replied to Moran and said, I agree, although I think she really messed up when they gifted him new stones because it kind of took away some of the importance of that whole storyline. And I, I think I get that. That's an, an interesting take. Yeah, I mean, this is all stuff in the future episodes, but it's not really too spoilery, so. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I, I like – I mean, I guess I can just say it. Um, I like what it meant. I like, yes. Or like the intention I, behind and, it. And what it did for that relationship. Yes. Is what I'll say. And yeah, I liked the meaning behind that.
1: And the fact that they knew him well enough to know yes. that those moonstones meant something to him. Yeah, because
0: I don't know that they're. Could have been a better gift right. at that point. I it's mean, true. maybe there could have been something different. Yeah. but I I liked it.
1: Yeah, uh, and which Moran then said, I actually liked that Nihat and Mevkabe gave him new stones. It gave John his fidget back, and it also <laughs> had a new and beautiful meaning. Mm. And then uh, Stephanie said the stone that broke was the white one, and I think it represented balance in his hidden light. Right? It lost its power because Sunem's power to both be John's light and see his inner light uh, negated its need. Okay. So she brought Hmm. him inner peace and balance, which I do. I like that symbolism. I do too. And Moran said, that's actually beautiful. Yeah. I like those answers, you guys. Yeah. Good job. Um, Is there anything else? I feel like we went over a lot. I know. But I don't don't know. I don't think I have. We're kind of
0: finally back
1: in the regular programming. Yes. A normal recording mode. Yeah. Where we're not like doubling up or recording so far ahead that like by the time <laughs> by yeah. the time we're catching up i'm like wait what are we? yeah what yeah. are we doing what episode are we on yeah yeah so, all right well i think that's it then we can uh dive right in yes to the episode hashtag oh which i didn't actually translate i wrote down <laughs> i i'm i think it means our love but let me let me look it up because mm-hmm. the hashtag is bizim sev kimis which mm-hmm. benim is Benim is mine, so Bizim, I think, would be, would be we or we us. or us. Um so let me let me put that into Google Translate as I type this. Bizim sev mes Our love. Okay. Very nice. My Duolingo is paying off, guys. <laughs> and my DZ watching. So our love is the hashtag for this week. And the summary is John is detained thanks to Fabri's complaint. And although we all loved John punching him, I also would like to say, I'm not trying to, I'm not blaming John. Fabri pushed him. But also, John's temper is also a little bit to blame because he, yes, gave in and punched the dude. Yes. Not, I mean, Fabri's still a total tool for mm-hmm. bringing it to the cops, but, but also. But John still
0: John's punched not him. John's totally <laughs>
1: off the hook. Yeah, he did <laughs> punch him. So thanks to Fabri's complaint and maybe John's temper. Uh, Sanem holds herself responsible and debates giving her scent to Fabri to try to make it all, and him, go away. Since Fabri does eventually get what he wants, he takes back his complaint, but doesn't exactly give the company shares back the way he agreed mm-hmm. to. A mystery woman shows up in the Mahalle, which I totally forgot that happened so this episode. So did I. So when I was like, holy cow. I was like, whoa, already? Uh-huh. I was shocked. Me too. So a mystery woman shows up in the, in the Mahalle and she and son M exchange words over the woman's mistreatment of one of the neighborhood cats. (laughs) son M will meet this woman again and realize exactly who she is. That's uh, funny that they included the cat
0: thing uh in the the summary. (laughs)
1: Like
0: it was one of the pinnacle moments of the
1: episode. (laughs) I mean, she does give her a what for and like... Oh, yeah. The drama of it it goes on for a while, so... Yeah, yeah. Anyhow... So, yeah, talk about the opening scene so I can catch my breath.
0: So, Fabri sends the fuzz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, then, you know, obviously they take John away. And I think you had mentioned last week, you kind of see, John kind of realizes he kind of gives, there's almost a smirk on his face. Right. Like, okay, this is how he's playing. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. All right. Whatever would, what, why did I expect any less? Right. Um, and we flash back to Fabri. And he's talking to Eileen, and he says, the war is starting just now. He'll pay for what he's done, in a, and in a pretty bad way. Mm-hmm. So he's out for revenge, clearly. Right. And he isn't just out for revenge. He wants...
1: Retribution. John, yeah.
0: yeah. He wants John to suffer. And I don't know that he... You know, it, his whole kind of attitude towards Sanem is very interesting, too. Yeah. Because... When he was first introduced, he clearly was intrigued by her right and thought she was beautiful, of course kind of wants her for himself, and which he can't couldn't blame him at that point, right, but it's interesting because now it he seems as though he still wants her, but mm-hmm. not in um <sighs> He just
1: kind of has this weird attitude towards her. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, because, I mean, he does say last week, like, you can keep her for now. You right. You know, basically saying that eventually she's going to be his. Yeah. But it's just almost like just – at this point, I feel like it's just so he can have something to take away from John. It almost seems as though she's just kind of a prize to be won. Right. Because and... he – clear, like, clearly, what – do you think she's just going to fall into your arms after you're doing all this stuff? No. Right. You right. know, like – yeah. I think
0: she, I think he sees her more as a trophy than yes. actually wanting to be with her right. and caring about her in right. any way. So um, anyway, he just kind of is – he's just super creepy and yeah. nefarious with the whole M thing this episode. Right. Um, so – and then I got irritated because they're – their lame old lawyer can't do jack and it's like well that's because you fired Metin. so congratulations i did write that down like where the heck is Metin? this guy's useless i remember we even talked about that when it aired yeah everybody's like if Metin were here then then this wouldn't be happening right
1: he'd have him out
0: yeah so then emre oh my gosh I, i swear i want to strangle him more every episode
1: i know he's so stupid he's so stupid he's like Saying to himself, it's all because of me. And I'm like, yeah, it is, Emre. No kidding. Thanks for stating the obvious. Yep. I wrote, yes, it is, Dumbo. Yep. And somehow he thinks he's still going to reason with Eileen because what does he do? He calls her. And he tries to call Fabri. That's true. First. And then calls Eileen. And
0: then he says, you ruined our lives. And did you screenshot? No, I didn't. I actually screenshotted her reply because I I – honestly was like go eileen Uh (laughs) and (laughs) because he's an idiot yeah so she says i'm bored of reminding you that (laughs) you and me are partners in this business and he's all we're not partners anymore get it (laughs) i like your sorry i have to make him sound as stupid as possible like your
1: emory idiot (laughs) voice
0: and she says emory You're not calm right now. You'll probably keep talking more nonsense. So leave this to me and I'll try to do something for John. What do you think? And he's like, what will you do? Make them execute him? (laughs) Which, I mean, to his credit, like, (laughs) I'd probably ask her the same thing. (laughs) But she says, no, Emery, I'll call Fabry and try to fix everything. One of us has to keep calm right now. Leave it to me and I'll handle it, okay? Mm -hmm. I'll handle it and call you back, honey. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. This is kind of where I feel like at this point, and maybe even earlier in Mm -hmm. the series, I've started really appreciating Eileen. Yeah, for for, what she is. For what she is. And because, and I I was going to kind of get into this later, but, you know, she's kind of painted, she's been a a big villain of this story for a long time. And she's really painted as the bad guy Mm -hmm. and the evil woman or whatever. Which she she is, and she does such a great job with it. But, um, I felt like this episode, everything really kind of started dawning on me mm-hmm. about, um, ugh, see, I'm losing my train of thought. But basically, she gets blamed for all this stuff, and of course, she, right, she's bad. She has nefarious things, but it's almost you can almost appreciate her. Like, right, you can almost appreciate that she's like, fine, I'm going to – even in one of the – I think it was last episode mm-hmm. when she's telling Emre, why would I feel bad for the company that kicked me out? Why right. are you expecting me to be concerned about this? Well, right.
1: Because, like you said, she is what she is. So the fact of the matter is, yes, she's a villain. We're not excusing and being like, oh, it's good that she's a villain. Right. But she would have no power if Emre didn't help her to begin with. Yes. So – Over and over and right. over again. So yeah. it's like – yeah, she's bad, but she only got to be as bad as she is because you helped her. Uh-huh. And you're worse because you did this to your own family. Yeah. She just wanted revenge on the company that she felt wronged her, which And she you know, probably would have calmed down by now. Right.
0: And would have been out of the storyline uh-huh. if it weren't for Emray. hmm Agree. I'll get in more into that later. Okay.
1: On. <laughs> but I do agree. Uh, let's see. And then I what's next? Crying son M. But I said, at least John's eyes are finally free, and he's better. Oh, I know. Because his poor eyes, the last few episodes. Yeah. Um, And he tells her, don't worry. Yeah, because he's like, please don't cry. And she's like, I'm not crying. But she is. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, listen, this is what Fabri wants. And if we, you know, if we do this, we're giving him what he wants. You know, please don't be upset. I need you to go back and just basically keep morale up at the company. I'll be out of here soon. The lawyer's going to take care of it. Which – is not actually true. Yeah. But, you know, he's just trying to calm her down because he's like, listen, if you're upset like this, it's going to have me really upset. Yeah. And I don't want to be really upset. I love, you and, you know, she basically agrees yeah. reluctantly to go because she's like, I don't want to leave you. I'm not leaving you here. But she eventually agrees. And he, you know, she's like, I love you so much, John. He's like, I love you so much too. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of a sweet little moment. And then she has to go. Yeah. Uh, then, we get some Mahale stuff. I put Niyot still mad, as he should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She comes into the, uh, the, Bacall, the Bacall. Mm-hmm. And to make up, except she can't even apologize, apparently. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> she doesn't apologize. And then at some point later, because we get a lot of just random Mahale flashes. Yes. And at some point later, she's in Meli Hot's salon. And this annoyed me so much because I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. go Melly Hot, mm-hmm. even though Melly Hot's the gossip. She's like, listen, you had you should have told him. You knew it was gonna get around. Yep. People were already talking, yeah. and you didn't tell him. And she's like, well, I was going to, but he didn't give me a chance. Girl, you had yeah so much time. Yeah, and then she said something like,
0: the the neighborhood was just faster than me what what was i supposed to do about it yeah like
1: she's completely faultless And like, it's like that's no, a valid
0: excuse yeah you right?
1: had so many opportunities mm-hmm. to tell him and you chose not to yep so sorry no Melly hot's right yeah i totally agree so it was like no stop giving your lame excuses uh-huh and putting the blame off it is completely your fault yep so anyhow. i totally agree yeah uh john has to give his statement <laughs> but he's having a hard time staying calm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the thing is, he's, he's, he has to give his statement about the fact that he punched a guy. And then the right. fact that he can't even be calm when he's yeah, talking about it, it doesn't look good. It's not boding well for him. No. And his lawyer is even trying to tell him, like, calm down. If you can just, please, all. <laughs> yeah, if you can please just calm down. If you can just tell the st- you know, we, it's really important that we get your statement, but like, this yeah. isn't helpful. Yeah. Which, you know, he's not wrong. No, but he's not. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just not going to look good for you. You're going to look like an unhinged, mm-hmm. like angry man. Which is playing right into Fabry's hands. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, JJ, as usual, is trying to keep the agency drama and gossip to a minimum. Yeah, he's they're like, all panicking. They're... Except for Duran. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yep. she keeps a clear head. And JJ, at that point, he's yeah. not panicking either. He's just uh-huh. like, you guys are putting all this negative stuff out into the universe. Just keep working. It's our job to keep this company moving. Duran yeah. kind of jumps in and says the same thing. Yeah like arkadashlar it is our job to keep the wheels turning how many times do you think duren said
0: arkadashlar uh-huh. in this series i feel <laughs> i feel like if we had a count it uh-huh. would probably be a thousand times
1: at least she said that word because she does it's basically her way of saying you guys yeah you guys and she's constantly having to make announcements to uh-huh. the agency it's true uh she does want to try to keep John's situation a secret, even though it's like, well, what she obviously doesn't realize is like the media has already bombarded Emery as he's leaving the police station. Yeah. So there's nothing secret about it. Jada shows up, and of course, you know, Duren realizes, hey, oh, mm-hmm. Duran realizes she already knows. So she's like, okay, let's go talk in John's office. Mm. Duran kind of just explains the situation. And of course, what's Jada's conclusion? Oh, so this is all Son M's fault, basically.
0: I wanted to slap her stupid face when she said that.
1: I know. It. Yeah. No.
0: And I. And I put nope. John is responsible for himself. People. Absolutely. He didn't have to punch anyone. No, he, he didn't. chose to do that. Granted,
1: it was hot, and uh-huh. I didn't hate it. Oh, I was cheering all the way oh, when yeah. he did that. But hot and like it or not, your actions have consequences. Uh-huh. Yes. So.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's life. Yeah. And it's not Sanem's fault. No, Sanem. Would have given him the perfume ages ago. Right. But John didn't want her to. Mm-hmm. And
1: and we I understand why he didn't want her to. Yes,
0: absolutely. But
1: again, choices uh-huh. have consequences, good or bad. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and here we are. Here we are. And then I put Muzo and Mommy Dearest celebrate John's arrest. She, I can't believe how
0: awful she is. I know. She, to me, is worse than Eileen, right
1: because like these are all people who are just turning on their own people just for the she's sake just of what? awful. because they enjoy seeing other people miserable.
0: well, and then later on, when she makes that remark to Mevkebe, when she says, "I'm so glad because he would have beat Sanem later on anyway, yeah, it's like
1: because he because you. he hit
0: a total jerk. I wish Mevkebe had destroyed her I know. As she was obviously trying to yeah oh awful Yep. such nasty such a
1: nasty thing to say to somebody she's just a nasty person she really is Ugh. so yeah that bugged me (sighs) yeah because again it's bringing up the whole muzo all of a sudden wanting to marry sonem again and stuff like out of nowhere out of nowhere because literally for like seven episodes he has not been concerned about that right and now all of a sudden he is yeah yeah, so we're back
0: at the agency, mm-hmm. and um, Emre, Layla, and Sonam all come back, and they kind of give the news of what you know what's going on, um, and everyone is talking and gossiping, and Sonam is feeling really guilty. She yeah. feels like it's her fault that John is in jail in the first place, right? Uh, which I understand, sure. And honestly, I would probably feel the same way if right. I were her in that situation.
1: Right. Logically, you know it's not. But at the same time, you're like, but if I had just done this, exactly. this situation wouldn't even be here. Yeah. Which and is... now he's in jail. Right. And that's basically what everyone else is saying is like, well, she could have sold him her scent forever ago. And mm-hmm. if she'd just done that, then we wouldn't be in this situation. And Right. All these people are saying that. But it's really not her fault. No, it's really not. Because she's not the one that refused to sell it. No. And she didn't punch Fabri. No. Again, mm-hmm. he made the choice to do that. Yep. And I wrote JJ being the awesome friend he is. I know. Because she goes and kind of hides out in the archive room. And then Mevkabe calls her. Mevkabe calls her and she basically tries to say like, no mom, it's a misunderstanding, whatever. So she's just. Yeah. They just had a tense moment. Right. So she's stressed. She's burdened. And I just love it because JJ walks in and he's just like, how can I, how can, how are we going to help John Bay? Like, what can I do? And, you know, sometimes well, like. Well, he scolds her for lying to her mom again. Yes, too, he does. Which is really good. Yep. He scolds her for that. And then when she starts talking about, I should have just sold the scent. I should have this. He stops her right there mm-hmm. and is like, don't even think about that. Don't consider it. Yeah. He reminds her how important the scent is to John. Like, did he not write a check to, so that you wouldn't have to do this? Like, yep. clearly it's important to him. So, don't even go there, Sanem. Don't do it. And yeah. And I'm like, yes, JJ. Like, Sanem, listen to your friend. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please. Spoiler alert. She does not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I wrote, depressing Iden girl dinner. Because it's just yeah. the three of them. Depressing yeah. and annoying. Because well, Mevkabe is
0: whining. Honestly, Mevkabe really bothered me this episode. Because – She's being incredibly selfish uh-huh. because what she was saying, and, and I put Mev is way selfish here, because she's talking about Nihat's wrinkled shirt and how the neighborhood is going to think bad things about her, that right. she's not taking care of him. All she's thinking about is, is how the she, perception of her right. in this situation. Right. She's but, not thinking about how to make amends with right. her husband, who is more important than the entire Mahale. Right. All she cares about is that people are gossiping and right. what they're going to say and, oh, you know, he, I can't believe he's living in the ma- in the Bacal, in the Bacal. Like, mm-hmm. like some sort of hobo and he's going to make me look bad and all this stuff. Yep. It's like, okay, see, this is the issue then. Right. Because it's all about you. Right. And you're apparently the only one who matters yep. in
1: this problem. It's so annoying. Well, and on top of that too, like even – even Nihat makes that point when she's like, "Look at your shirt; it's wrinkled." Blah yep. blah. And he's like, "Um, how about our, my wrinkled reputation?" Yes. And the fact that, like, clearly our family is not on the same page. Mm-hmm. And she, just, you don't care about that, but yeah. you care about the fact that my shirt's a little wrinkled. Yeah. Yeah. I crazy. Which again makes sense as to why he's still mad and he's like, "No, then I'm not coming home." Yeah. So they don't make up this episode, you guys. Yeah. There's and more. I think, there's more and more of this. Yep. I think this is the start of where I don't like them for a long time yeah i i think it is not knee hot just yet because i feel like he's justified but then it's it gets to a point where they're both just bugging me and i'm like what the heck are you guys doing to these characters yep so anyhow then um after dinner osman and ihan are over they're just having tea and chatting in the living room with um sanem and Layla. ihan basically verbal vomits all of our thoughts about Emre. yes and i love it because oh, she's like I wait a minute it. what do you mean he's what do you mean he's um blaming everyone i mean he does kind of blame himself to himself as we were called earlier but right basically he's got all these excuses or this or that and she's like isn't he the one that bribed isn't he the one that this isn't he the one that was trying to take down his own family you know she just basically yeah. says everything she says he did everything behind his brother's back and now he's blaming you right yeah and freaking Layla is like I there are other things that you don't know about and blah 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 that's in the past. And I was in here like why are you defending mm-hmm. him? And then
0: Osman comes back with well some things in the past never go away. Uh-huh. That yep, right. Yep. You uh-huh. tell her Osman. Yeah, after everything. Mm-hmm. And didn't she Oh no, she didn't. I thought she already saw them kiss, but but she hasn't that hasn't happened yet. Not yet. But
1: still like yeah. Clearly you're upset with him. You're he, mad at him for the hot He destroyed your heart.
0: Right. But you're still going to defend him. Right. Okay. Cool. Oy. But see, I say that, but. I know. I know. <laughs> but in a real life situation, it would be hard to do that. Right. Because even you, with an idiot
1: who broke your heart. Right. Because your heart can't be broken if it didn't love him. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And feelings
1: are. Ugh, so fickle, you guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyhow.
1: So then I wrote, ugh, mama. The logical part of me. Yes. Hates that she does that. <laughs> I agree. Yes, because we're outside the situation, so we can say that. Yes. At, Ugh, Mama calls Emre, and he just blobs about son like, Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, you know, she's someone who works with us. It's not your story to tell, dude. No. Like, what he should have said was, Mom, if you want to know what's going on, you need to call John. Yeah. And if John doesn't answer, well, okay, I'm sorry, but it's not its not my place to tell. Yep. Not, oh, yeah, we work with her. Oh, yeah, he's convinced that it's serious. He's this. He's that, like, even yeah. just the way he words it is, like, you're not even defending your brother in this. Like, yeah, mom, he's in love with her, and she's a great girl, and he's good for her, and she's good for him. Like, no. He's
0: treating it like he did the last episode when he was right. laughing
1: as John was telling yeah. him
0: he was going to propose. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, super annoying. Yeah. And then John's in his cell having flashbacks. Yeah. And Son M's in her room having flashbacks of, like, when they're camping in the forest and he first tells her about the moonstones, mm-hmm. uh, the they're hammock. Both they're both sad remembering. Yes. <laughs> uh, when he gives her the amber necklace, when he drives her home after they get back together and he wolf sniffs her mm-hmm. in the truck. But they're sadly remembering all these things, yeah. of course. Forlornly. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, that's a good one. Forlornly. <laughs> Then Son M, it's the morning now. Yeah. Son M clearly didn't sleep well. She was upset. So she's kind of made a decision. Yeah. She calls fabri and I wrote, she, she just wants to meet with him. She says she wants to meet with him, but it's like clearly the writing's on the wall. Yeah. What's going to happen? Well, and he even says, I expected you to call, but not so soon. Right. And, and I, I put, so I just, Gross. I know. <laughs> and then I wrote, this can't be good if they're meeting. No. I said, more Mevkabe and Nihat drama that I fast-forwarded through. Yeah, so blah, not... blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Guys, they don't get back together this episode. They continue arguing back and forth. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. Now we don't have to go back to it. Uh-huh. So, Sunim and Fabri meet. She offers her perfume in exchange for John's charges to be dropped mm-hmm. and for the shares to be given back. And also that John doesn't know about this deal. Yeah. More lies. Now. Here... Like there's so many things wrong with this, I get where Son M is coming from, but also, I'm sorry, I don't believe if Aisha were still writing these episodes that she would have Son M flat out, go behind his back like this, and then lie about it for as long as she does after this, because she has already experienced what lying has done to to John her lying specifically, like we went through all of this in. Uh, the end of 14, all of 15, 16, uh-huh. 17, and then the several episodes and then even after that. era. Right, then it took of them just being friends. Uh-huh. I I I just have a hard time believing that she would just flat. I understand the motivation and even the desire to think about doing it. Yes. I I just choose not to believe that I I just choose to believe that Aisha would not have done it this way. This because is... it's the decline it's again, it's like Osley's determined to just basically Uh, retroactively take these characters back to the mistakes that they already learned from? This is our
0: question of the week. Oh,
1: is it? Because I know that it is a very
0: divisive move Uh on Sun M's part. Right. And there are some people who defend it to the death. Right. Because she's doing it for John. Yes. And it's completely selfless. Yes. And there are others who agree with you Mm -hmm. and are like, Sana would never do that, and this is bad for her character. Like, we're you know they're kind of um, what's what's the word I'm thinking of? Not defaming her character, but yeah,
1: not defaming, but just
0: yeah, I can't think of a word. It just seems out of character for her to go right back to lying. at this point. At yes, this point after everything in the that line.
1: the lies did for so long. I'm not. Here's my thing. I'm not adamantly against that. Sanem wouldn't do this. Okay. What I am against is Sanem wouldn't do this. And then lie about it. I could mm. see her going and doing it before talking to him because she knows he would never let her. But mm. then saying, listen, I love you and this is – I did this and I know you're going to be mad. But at least I know that you're okay and that you're safe. And I don't want to lie to you about it because mm. I already know what what lying, what lying will do will do and how you feel about it.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So my my question is – do Was Sanem in the right in okay. doing this? Like, was this the right thing for her to do? Right. To give Fabri her perfume right. after everything that's happened. Right. To save John. Right. Do you think that she did the right thing? Or do you think that she should have just chilled out a little bit and seen waited? Seen if the lawyer can work seen, his magic.
1: Uh huh. And seen what else could have possibly been done. Right. Well, yeah. Because, like it, you said, even Fabri said he didn't expect to hear from her this soon. And, And I think that's – I think to me that that
0: is a big show of whether or not it was a good idea Mm -hmm. is how quickly she does this. Right. He was in for one night. Right. And she immediately runs and agrees
1: and makes a deal with the devil. Right. And after – clearly she already knows how John would feel about it. Right. Even J.J. – your very trusted friend who has not done you wrong yeah. warned you about even thinking about this. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just it feels like an immature move to me. Uh-huh.
0: And From early episodes on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's kind of my main issue with it. Obviously there's there's the betrayal aspect. Right. That now she has to. Now she's choosing to lie to him. Right. And that's huge.
1: Yeah. Um, And trusting this, like. Snake. This, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're trusting him to keep the secret. Yeah. Like, you're putting all your trust in this guy when you know he's not trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: anyway, but I I know there are some people who who defend her choice to
1: do it. So yeah, where's your um, what's your stance on perfume gate, guys? Uh huh. Because that's what we called it, if yep, you remember. Yep, perfume gate. Well, because is this also the episode that this was the final episode before our three week break, wasn't it? Oh, it over Christmas time, so it's like oh, I think so you're we right. All have like three weeks to just oh marinate over the fact and, that like and discuss it and kind of wallow over yeah. the. I'm almost positive this was the episode that I think you're. I think you're right. Where it was like this. Happens and then we have like a three or four week break to ruminate in the uh-huh situation, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So I, I just know it's a very dividing, yes,
1: stance That's and a good dividing question.
0: situation. So. I'm glad <laughs>
1: you're the one that comes up with these because I never even, <laughs> while I'm watching, it never even occurs to me that I'm like, oh, this would make a good question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, okay. all that to be said, yeah, John is released. No thanks to Air John or however you say his yeah, name, yeah, Air John, Air John, whatever, not Metin. That's his yeah, name no, to me. No not thanks met to him. not met him. <laughs> and then uh, Fabri then decide, of course, because here we go. He's a snake. Uh-huh. Because Sanem did not clearly say, you will give the shares back to John. No. She just said, you will give the shares back. Yeah. Or so, you'll release the shares. Right. So Fabri says to Eileen, I'm keeping up my end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. I am signing my shares over to you because I said I would release them. And basically, she winds up thinking it's a genius plan because they have a common goal. They want to see the company go down. Yeah. Because they want to see John go down. Yeah. So he basically trusts, like, yeah, I'm giving up my shares and losing that, but you're going to accomplish, you know? Yeah. Because you can go in there and act the hero and say, oh, I blackmailed Fabry into giving me these shares and dropping the charges. Yeah. So that she can come across as the hero and then basically be an inside agent.
0: Yeah. Uh, and mete out her retribution right. for her situation way
1: back when aziz was actually at the company right so then this i laugh about because you spent the night in prison i know and the first thing you do is go to work when you get out of prison yeah you don't go home and take a shower or change your clothes change your clothes eat a good meal catch a nap yeah nope although his prison breakfast looked pretty damn good (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true so, okay, fine, but you said you didn't sleep a wink, so go home, catch a few Zs, take a shower, put on some clean clothes. Nope, he goes just straight to the company, yeah. and Sanem but runs. But then I'm pretty
0: sure he leaves 20 minutes later anyway, <laughs> because that's the that's the modus operandi for these last <laughs> yes. two episodes.
1: Everybody's at work for 10 minutes,
0: and then they uh-huh. go, okay, time to go
1: time home. Time to go. <laughs> so Sanem jumps into his arms, and and everybody is super dramatic super dramatic how was it are you okay did you lose weight and he's like guys (laughs) it was one night like give me a break and then enter eileen yes and i love it because john's like when he realizes she got the shares all of a sudden he's like oh great one nightmare ends and another begins and emrae i was laughing because he looks like he crapped his pants Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh-huh yep and of course, Son oh. M, the light bulb clicks on in her head. Like I was already, he basically screwed me over already. Uh huh. And John well, Emery M- knows something there that
0: there's more to the story too. Right. And John wasn't born yesterday. No. So he yep. clearly doesn't trust
1: her rightfully. So yep. So they already know there's more to the story. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, he's just kind of, John's just like I need to decompress. Whatever. He goes into his office. Son M follows him. They have a sweet little moment because he's just kinda like all I need right now is to hold you in my arms. And you know, and she's like, John, but Eileen and Fabri. And he's like, Nope, I don't want to talk about that right now. I just want to hold you and just be happy that I'm back here with you. It's it's very sweet. Although everything now has a dark cloud over it. I know. Everything feels very ominous. Yes, I actually wrote that. (laughs) I was like, guys, we get to use my favorite word this week a few times. Because everything from here on out Every week until the truth. If it comes out, I is, agree. It's all has it all has this dark, horrible cloud over it because you know it's not real.
0: Well, and they have all these really sweet moments this episode. And they're and tainted.
1: It all feels, yep. Yeah. It's tainted. Yeah. So it's really frustrating. Um, Emery and Eileen are then in his office, and he's basically like, oh, Okay, like what's going on? This is I don't buy that you just yeah. did this. And uh, she basically is like, listen, dude, like you're not in the position to tell me anything because I still have the recordings and I'm not and giving them back. she's
0: right. Because
1: those are the only thing keeping me safe. Yeah. So you're going to do everything I say. And she says, you forget that we're together in this business uh-huh. and he's all we.
0: There's no we anymore. And I said, sure, Jan. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so applicable. <laughs> and of course, she sees Layla in the background. So she grabs Emery and kisses him. Yeah. Just to piss her off. <laughs> and dude – He's got the worst reflexes because it takes him like a solid five seconds to push her off. So maybe you should see a doctor, Emery. It takes him away. Like the second she leaned in, he should have already been shoving he her be off. Be like, or he could have backed up and said, What are you doing? Exactly. But he just stands there and takes he just it. just stands there and takes it for like Emery, five you dirty seconds. Dirty dog. We know why you did that. Uh-huh. oh my gosh so i was like yeah so she's blackmailing him still idiot emray i wrote Idiot because again he could fix all of this by just coming clean Uh yep but no nope he'd rather not yeah he'd rather he thinks he's protecting himself but you're just a slave you're just her slave Mm -hmm. how is that better than just coming clean and dealing with the consequences yeah I don't know. Anyhow. Because he's stupid. So now this uh, solidifies my hate for Layla.
0: So she's hurt mm-hmm. and and I put and the insanity begins. Yep. Because now here's the thing. Her decision mm-hmm. to only basically pour out the love and attention to the people who love and appreciate her. Right. That to me That statement alone is That statement is completely valid. Absolutely. However, it doesn't mean that you need to start using Osman. Exactly. And I know that that's not the way she's seeing it. She's thinking, well, he cares about me. He's cared about Mm -hmm. me for a lot of years. Maybe I can just try. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Sure. Those are her intentions. I can appreciate that. But the – at the same time, you're just using him as a rebound. Uh-huh. And you're using him because you know that he cares about you. Right. And that he will do whatever you want.
1: Yep. And that's not fair. No. It's manipulative. It is manipulative. So, yeah. I wrote, she calls Osman, she's using him, and I hate her. And later on, when Sanem
0: encourages her to do this.
1: Yeah.
0: I was very upset and bothered by that
1: right because because just last episode she was like well i love Osman, and i wish you felt those things for him but you don't but you
0: don't and if you don't then you don't Uh and that there's nothing wrong with that right it doesn't mean oh but if i really try yep you don't have to try just let him be. Yeah. Let him try to be happy. Yep. And leave him alone. Don't go to dinner with him and string him on and then think, well, maybe I can just try. Because, as I said, now the the insanity begins mm-hmm. and we have all of these horrible moments with them. They're awful. They're awful.
1: Yep. Gosh. And again, anyway. even with the whole sun, I'm encouraging it, again, Osley, what are you doing? Yeah. I. I – Really, she can't even make up that. her mind because she wrote last episode too, where Sonam was basically like, "Well, I wish you felt that way, but you don't." So, anyways, yeah. moving on. Yeah, and then all of a sudden this week, it's like, "Let's encourage it." Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <sighs> so uh John visits Sonam in the archive room because he mm-hmm. missed her, <laughs> and he's like, "Let's go to the cottage and watch a movie." And Sonam's <laughs> like, "Sorry, I can't because my parents are still fighting." Okay, <laughs> just no. <laughs> Listen, if my parents were fighting uh-huh. and like separated, it I wouldn't go right home. Right? I mean, like, I, would be, I would be I would be sad about it. Yes, and maybe I would try to do what I could to encourage reconciliation. Sure, but not to the point where I'm like, "Sorry, guys, can't hang out. I can't do anything. My parents are yeah. fighting. I have to constantly just go home because my parents are fighting." No. Yeah. No, because they're grown ups and they can work out their problems themselves. Agreed, and they should. Mm-hmm. So agreed. I'm like, it's no, not the job
0: of the children. No,
1: to go to keep the... a marriage together. No, so go to the cottage, watch a movie with your boyfriend, maybe make out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, give us, give us an R-tuk, uh find kiss. Yeah, and yeah, that would be much appreciated in this episode. Seriously, but. He basically is like, okay, I understand. You want to try to help make things right with your parents. Can we just grab a quick bite to eat and I'll drop yeah. you off at home? Yeah. And she's like, okay, yep, that I can do. Yeah. Uh, more Mahali crap that I skipped. So I well, I did want to
0: point out. Oh, okay, go ahead. Doren is trying to work like a normal employee. Oh. And uh-huh. John just won't have it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like well you just email it to me and she's like okay well we have an important presentation tomorrow right so i wanted to show you this stuff that so way we you can give me your notes and, mm-hmm. and if i email it to you it's just gonna take more time we'll be wasting time and he's like uh yeah, but just just send it to me like i'm just gonna go home instead and i can she's call like, you if i need anything okay
1: which i was in duren's corner yeah, in this situation because again duren deserves to run that company she does because she is the only one who gives a crap and who actually works Yes, goes to work and stays and at works. work Works uh-huh. does her
0: work that's true
1: she never leaves in the middle of the day no ever
0: and she just sits there and watches as john and son m trapes <laughs> off together i love that they drapes off together because right. we get cute john m scenes right <laughs> Duren. Yeah.
1: But, it's like, yeah. well, I better stay here and keep the company running. We've said this before. Yeah. And I'll say it again. Doren, for all her faults and whatever, that girl's dedicated to the damn company. And she's probably the only reason Fikri Harika isn't crumbling into the ground. Well, even yet.
0: her, you know, asking J Ho to not tell Max McKinnon about right. the whole situation and to try to keep it as quiet as possible. Right. Just while they can deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She. Duran deserves Fikri
1: Harika. She does. She should be the CEO. The shares should have been signed over to her. Amen. Anyhow, so then we get our little meal with John M. And again, it's sweet, but it's tainted because, you know, there's this lie looming over them now because Son M tells him, you know, like, I was so scared. I blame myself. And, you know, and then I broke that moonstone. And look at all these bad things are happening now that it's broken. I'm bad luck. And it's so sweet. Do you have screenshots of this? I do. Because it's sweet. Like, John just assures her and what he says is very, very sweet. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang it. I can't even fully love this and gush over it. I know. Because there's this big ugly thing. He says, okay,
0: stop thinking about those things. When I was there, do you know what I worried about the most? I was worried about you. I was worried if you would blame yourself for this. And she says, I did, and I still am bl- blaming it. If I, I brought Fabri to us, and he says, No, 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 let's not talk about that guy anymore. She says, The moonstones, though, this is because they were broken mm-hmm. and they lost their charm. And he says, Son M, my moonstone, my charm, my guardian angel, it's all you. If you're happy, if you aren't broken, then I'll be fine. Hmm. And then he says, I want to hug you tightly right now. <laughs> I love when he does that when he's like, Come so, here, I want to hug you. So cute.
1: I know. Ugh. So and then it she, was. But then oh, she tells him, yeah. Hold me and never let me go. And he says, I won't. And he says, I, never I won't. I never will. And I wrote, Ominous Strikes Again. There because, are all of these very
0: foreshadowing, I'll never let you go. We'll uh-huh. always be together. Uh-huh. I love you so much. Uh-huh. And they all. Ooh, they feel
1: ominous. So ominous. Uh huh. <laughs> because it's like okay, like you're beating it in into us that like we're always going to be together with this which clearly means you're going to screw us over at some point again it's like when a
0: tv show gives a character these sweet moments to uh-huh. kind of finish up their their life or their connection to their family because they're about to die yeah, it's the worst <laughs> it's the worst apparently and i don't watch the walking dead but my husband loves mm-hmm. it and he's like oh yeah that, so we were watching a show mm-hmm. i don't even we were watching Downton Abbey. Uh-huh. and he was like this person's going to die aren't they because they were doing the same thing mm-hmm. it's this kind of formula and he said he said it's the he said it's the walking dead formula they'll give the person extra screen time uh-huh. that particular episode and he said every single time right. he's like no they're going to die they're going to they're going to be dead right. at the end of the right because they get all
1: these like meaningful moments mm-hmm. and all that uh-huh. Um, that is exactly how this feels. I agree. I agree. So then we have Layla and Osman hanging out, having tea together. Um, she hasn't really said anything about, like, wanting to get together and give him a chance. I think she's leading up to that. Yeah. But then Osman gets fangirled. hmm <laughs> And they're like, are you Osman from that series? Oh, my gosh. We can't stop watching it <laughs> now that you're on it. And it's really cute because they're like – they're like, can we get a picture with you? Would your girlfriend mind taking our photo? And at first, Layla starts to protest, like, yes. oh, I'm not hit. Yes, I would love to take your picture. And like, takes a few pictures for them. And they're like, thank you so much. You guys are so cute. We like her way better than whatever the character's name yeah. is on the TV show, which is really sweet. And Layla's basically like, oh my gosh, look at you. Like, you're going to get all the girls, all these girls' attention. <laughs> da, da, da. And he's like, but I only want one girl's attention, which I'm like, oh, Osman. But also, I'm like, ugh, Osman. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. And then I'm like, ugh, Osley, I hate you.
0: Yeah. Um, then we have more ominous lovey scene mm-hmm. of them just walking together and talking about her parents fighting. And right. He says, Our love is enough for anyone. And it's like, Great, awesome. Now you're gonna break up. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. It's like the whole like uh methinks the lady doth protest too much. Like uh-huh. you're trying way too hard to convince us that their love is this solid unbreakable thing and you're basically gonna be like, just kidding, at some point. Yeah, exactly. Uh then some I just wrote, here's some more Neehat Still Not Home drama. Sunim's convinced yes. that she can get him home.
0: Yes. And which... we actually
1: get a sweet, I did not get screenshots of I this. I did. Okay, good. Because... I figured you would, but I wrote it's the I actually like the sad music, because it's the theme song, it's just at a much slower tempo, right? Tempo is not the yeah. right phrase. But I actually like it. And it it's, fits the isn't scene very well. is it the same well.
0: one when, when she's walking down the street of the Mahale the morning after uh, everything kind of blows up?
1: Oh, maybe. I think you're it is. Right. And she's crying.
0: Mm-hmm. And she sees the chai. And she's yeah, all and depressed. Yeah, like, and she shakes her head at the chai. Uh-huh. She doesn't want tea. Yeah. I think you're right. So she comes in and Nihat won't talk. Right. And she says, dad, if you don't talk, how are we going to fix our problems? Mm -hmm. Basically, she's trying to make amends. She says, I know you're saying that you should have thought about this before you created those problems. She says, I can hear you already. So then she kind of shares her heart. And Mm -hmm. she says, when I was little, when I was little and I heard thunder and when lightning struck, I always would get afraid. And I ran to your guys' room. She said, when you turn... Oh. Wait. Yeah, sorry. I thought that I had missed stuff, but I don't think I did. (laughs) She says, when you turn your face away like this, I feel like I'm in a boat sailing through the fog. And the thunder never stops. And the lightning never stops. And Nihak kind of smiles. And he Mm -hmm. says, you came to me first when a thunderstorm would come because your mother would get angry.
1: Okay, just really Uh fast quick. <laughs> what kind of mother gets upset <laughs> that her small young child is afraid of thunder and lightning like every kid when they're that little is afraid of it what kind of mother is like like damn it you're pissed <laughs> 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 like like bev kibay i'm out of our <laughs> room <laughs> Like, Megabe, I'm already annoyed with you this episode. And you won't even comfort your scared little child over the thunder and lightning. Come on.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Anyhow, <laughs> keep going.
0: <laughs> oh. So Sonam's like, yeah, you never got mad at me. And he says, I couldn't and you knew it and you hugged me right away. Your feet were so small into my hands. They would be so cold and you, and she said you would, they would be so so cold and you warmed them every time. Mm-hmm. And he says, when did you grow up like this, my girl? I don't understand it at all. And he's crying. It's I really know. sad. It's such a
1: sweet, sad scene, uh, you guys.
0: And she says, dad, I know that I hurt you a lot. Maybe I embarrassed you a lot too. And he says, no, you ne- you will never embarrass me. Of course not you never do anything wrong. (laughs) Which clearly isn't true, but it's a sweet thing for him to say. Yes. He says, but as a dad, I worry. Mm -hmm. You're my beautiful daughter, my lovely daughter, my bird hearted daughter. Mm -hmm. And I'm here today, but tomorrow, someday I'll be gone. And she says, don't say that dad. And he says, but it's the way of life. It's the law of nature. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I say. This is a high order, my girl. But I never ask you why you did it what you were thinking because i trust you that much Mm -hmm. and if anyone does anything wrong to you they'll see me coming for them first just know that (laughs) and so she says oh dad and he says now you look at look into my eyes and tell me when thunder struck or when thunder strikes did did you find the man who will protect you from it Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: she says i
1: did i did it's it is a very sweet moment. I wrote. It's so I wrote sweet. Everyone's
0: crying. Yes, and so she asks if he can forgive her, mm-hmm. and he says, "I if I can't get angry with you, how can I forgive you, my early bird?" Mm-hmm. So, and he tries. She tries to get him to come back home, and right. he says, "No, no, your mother hurt me too much."
1: Right, and, and that and then it is a different. It is a different betrayal. It is. It just is. Yeah, and is. the fact of the matter is, Sanem actually came down and apologized yeah and is not making excuses yeah so she's owning up to maybe it. take a hint Mev Kabe. Mm-hmm. another reason why again it makes no sense that she in my opinion would do what she did with fabri because she's already experiencing what keeping she already experienced keeping things from john in the past and what it did she's dealing literally right now with the consequences of keeping things from her dad yeah she's in the midst of that and yet she's like hmm i think i'll start keeping some more secrets nope sorry yeah don't buy it yep again it's like a total conflict of character in the same episode it is again which i just think shows a lack of vision on Osley's part too yeah so anyways sorry i'm beating a dead horse no that's but. okay i know <laughs> i just have a lot of feelings about it yeah no i totally understand is this when Layla decides to tell Sanem that she's yeah. going to give Osman a chance, and Son M again goes Supports. against her character and is yeah. like, "Oh, yay, I love Osman, he's the best, yeah. which he is the best he and is we do best. love him, but... and that's why he deserves better than Layla exactly, so, and I forgot that Sanem spilled the truth to Layla, yes, about I the forgot perfume. that too that she confides that she did that, and yeah. stupid Layla, not being a good sister. He's like, yeah, don't tell him
0: because things need to settle down. Just keep this secret. Yeah. I said, why does everyone condone lying to John? I know. Especially after the first time she lied to him and how that all worked out.
1: What's with everybody? Mm -hmm. Because she totally supports it. Right. And again, it's the same principle. Back then, she thought she was protecting John, which is why once she realized the truth about Emery – she didn't go and tell him right away mm-hmm. because she didn't want to hurt him and she thought she was protecting him from being hurt by his brother. Yep. And that blew up. So, again, using that same logic, how do you think by you, quote, protecting him this time is going to be any different? Yeah. you It's not. It's not. And I feel like you're not stupid, so – It just makes no sense that she did this. Yeah. That she wouldn't have learned her lesson. Right. It doesn't make, it doesn't, again, like I said, it's not that it doesn't make sense that she did it. I could see her doing it. But telling him then, okay, you're probably going to be upset about this, but here's what I did. Yep. And deal with it right then. She's already dealt
0: with Mm -hmm. his wrath wrath Mm -hmm. because of lies before. Right. So it doesn't really make sense Uh unless she still doesn't trust him.
1: Right. Which I think is what it comes down to. Yeah. In the future. She doesn't trust that he won't leave. Right. Or like, I don't know. Anyways. Um, so yeah, that's annoying. Um then Sonim's in her room making that little sample perfume for him and like writing down the formula.
0: hmm
1: But I'm sitting here like, What what are you doing? Like, you already know this dude has screwed you over. You haven't signed anything yet. You still have the upper hand because of how desperately he wants this perfume. You still Could totally work it and be like, uh, no, you clearly were using semantics to be able to do what you did by giving the shares to Eileen. You want my perfume so badly and now I'm calling the shots again. So here's what you're going to do. Yeah. But spoiler alert, she doesn't. Yeah. She shows up. She gives him a little what for in the morning. Like you used my words against me because, you know, I didn't specifically clarify that they were to be given to John and you used that against me. And he's like, well, that's how it works. Anyways, here's the contract. Give me the perfume. Yeah. And she does. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, M. Like. Yeah. Anyways. um, Oh, <laughs> I love because Emery, they're like, at, they're at home. And at some point, Emery basically tells John, like, Fabri is no man to be trusted. Oh, really? Okay, pot and yeah. kettle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like. And Emray, of course, reinforces the lie
1: mm-hmm. because Eileen owns him, mm-hmm. so he has no other choice right. but to do so. Exactly. And John is still convinced he doesn't have the whole story, and clearly he's right. Yeah. And then we get a cute little John M. phone call because he texts her and is like, are you asleep or are you still awake? Yeah. And she calls him and she basically is like, no, I'm I'm up, my dear, and kind of tells him about... She got to make up with hot, Like, he's still mad at mom, but, like, dad and I had a really good talk. Yes. And she tells him, like, I told him that I found the one who would protect me when the thunder strikes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and that's me? And she's like, <laughs> hmm And he's like, I want to kiss you so much right now. But it's not possible on the phone. Technology is not that advanced yet. <laughs> and. I put the sweetness spells doom to me. I know. It really does. It's a very sweet moment. Cause he's just yeah.
0: Well, and then he's he tells her that he'll go into her dreams. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get
1: ready now. And she's like, Ready for what? And he's like, So I can enter your dreams. Where are we going tonight? And she says, Galapagos. Uh-huh. And he's like, Of course, Galapagos. Okay, we're gonna go to Galapagos. And he says, okay, I'll go into your dreams slowly. Yeah. And then he says,
0: I'm loading it now, okay? <laughs> I thought that was cute. So cute. And
1: she's like, oh my gosh, John. Oh man. So. Yeah, I think she even says, You're so sweet. Uh-huh. So it was cute. But again, dark cloud hanging over the cute I know. moment. So it's the next day. Yes, next day. And we're at work and John like just wolf sniffs her right in the middle uh-huh. of the office in front of he everyone. Sure does. <laughs> it's like his morning
0: greeting. i know
1: and i and he's like oh your scent it drives me crazy and it's like against on him here's your here's a very clear warning and you see the look of guilt on her uh-huh. face yeah. very clear warning why you should not be doing this and again <laughs> she hasn't signed anything yet so she doesn't have to yeah yeah and i Sorry, and I also put John looking good. I know, he really does. <laughs> he really does. Oh, man. Well, because he's wearing, like, he's wearing, like, the sleeves the with, sleeve. the, mm-hmm. with the with thumb holes, and he's wearing black, and yeah. it's just, it's all good things happening. He looks a little
0: bit like, like... <laughs>
1: What? Like a rape? Like
0: like no. a High Lord. Like the a night court. High Lord. Of the night court. He does. In all that black. He really does. Oh boy. I mean, he's not quite what I picture, but still with that mm-hmm. outfit.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean close enough.
0: Maybe he's more of a Cassian.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh man. Here we go. Um you made me lose my train of thought. I know, now Sorry. Now I'm just picturing recent and Cassian. <laughs> uh, um. Oh my gosh. Anyways, she oh. shouldn't go through with it. Uh, yes, she shouldn't. And and his
0: eyes. Okay, so they they do a work montage. Yes, so, a creative so, meeting montage. Yes. There you go, Yes. And JJ is being crazy, and and there's all these stolen looks between John
1: and Son M. While he's he's so soft on her. I oh know. my gosh.
0: Oh my gosh. His
1: eyes, which is another reason why I think. So many people are like, no, they have to be together in real life because, like, that's John looking the way at Demet, he looks like at her.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you know when when we would have those little spurts of social media extras, yes. like that video that he took of her playing with the dogs, and I then know. he flips the screen around, and, and he's, he's just got this smiling. doofy smile on his face. I know, boy loves her. I know
1: it's, oh, <laughs> it's so, so obvious, so obvious, and so sweet. Yep, and oh, here what's funny is I wrote in parentheses after this. Also, John and those dang sleeves, oof, because yep, extended sleeve. I, what I don't, is it? I don't know. It just means your sweatshirt's too big. I but know when your sleeves are like pulled down over your hands. I don't. As a man, I don't know why that's hot, but it's hot. It is. It makes no sense. It makes
0: zero <laughs> sense. Because you're seeing less of his glorious hands. Yeah. And he has some great hands. He
1: does. But. Oh, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we need to move on. It's getting (laughs) warm in here. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank God my husband doesn't listen to this. I know. Hopefully, Jason's (laughs) watching something out in the living room. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't hearing this. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. They said, Muzo (laughs) antics again. And I don't remember what they were, but I just he's, wrote Muzo antics. Yeah,
0: he's bringing flowers, like get well flowers, to them because he he thinks that they broke up. And oh, that, and because that he thinks she, that, he, that he's in jail. That, that John in jail. is in jail. That's right. Um. Yeah, there was Stupid. something. Oh yeah, no, that's later.
1: Okay, that's it. Okay. And then I wrote, ugh, Jada again. She shows up with McKinnon. Yeah, and she's lost the top of her shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: somebody sliced her blazer you're totally right and they didn't return it to her yeah <laughs> um okay. but max is relieved and they they, they basically they still have over, the job yeah.
1: yeah uh they they're only there for like a second yeah um and then now we get to the part where sonem's meeting with fabri to officially sign the papers yeah, and, and i wrote like, betrayal thy name is parfum <laughs> yeah seriously yeah i just wrote sonem do not sign do not hand over that perfume he already did you dirty Or please, please be giving him the wrong formula. Like – That was the hope. Yes. Give him the bottle of perfume that mm -hmm. smells just correct. But then give him the wrong formula. Yep. Because, again, you can use semantics too. Yep. That, hey, I – I gave it to you. I gave it to you like you required. Yep. I gave you the formula. I gave you the sample to go off of. Use your your lab to figure it out. If you can't recreate it, that's not my problem. Mm -hmm. She totally should have done that. Yep. I was like, man, she needed to pull a culty. Yeah. Because I just. <laughs> <went>. Yeah. <laughs> and, right? And he, mm-hmm. Right? Like, <laughs> well, and then he, he's like, stop pushing your luck. Yeah. Which, ugh. And you're... he's like, listen, the only reason I even, nothing would have made me drop those charges except I really want the perfume that badly. Yeah. Again, that was her hint to go, oh, he wants the perfume that badly. Then play your hand. Mm-hmm. Play your dang hand. Sign. The shares, get the shares back from Eileen then and sign them over to me or to John. Yep. And then I'll go ahead and sign your paper and then I'll gladly hand you over this tube of perfume and the formula, mm-hmm. which again, hopefully it's the wrong formula. Yeah. Because again, you should, you should start playing the same game he's playing with you. Play with the semantics. Well, you didn't say I had to give you the correct formula. Uh-huh. You just said I had to give you the formula. Yep. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Oh, anyways, so many missed opportunities here. Yes. Then I wrote um, product placement. Much John's yeah. eating like that cream cheese and like little biscuit stick snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Just in his office randomly. Yeah, and again, he can't
0: find time to propose because they yeah. still can't t- get they can't get together after work
1: again. Right. He wants to go to dinner, and again, it's still parent drama. Yeah. And man, he's being awfully understanding. I mean, you can tell he's getting kind of like okay. But at the same time, he knows how important it is because his own parents separated. Yes. And he knows what that did to him. Mm-hmm. And so he gets it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but for how long can you just never do anything because your parents are fighting? It makes no sense. You yeah. going home and not going to dinner isn't going to change the fact that they're fighting. Yeah. So anyhow.
0: Yeah. I did love Layla treating Emery like a child in this next scene. Yes. And it's. The whole thing is just kind of crazy because Eileen is coming after Emre, mm-hmm. Emre. is coming after Layla. Layla is going after Osman. And it's just this disaster situation. Yep. And, yeah, I just thought it was funny because <laughs> she says, yes, Emre Bay, something wrong. And he says, oh, this so irritated me. He oh, says, mm-hmm. you told me you like me, yet you're flirting with a
1: man after two days. You broke... Up with her. Uh-huh. How many different ways can we say it? Uh-huh. Do we need to say it in English? Yeah. In Turkish? In Spanish? How yep. many different languages would you like us to explain it to you in? You ended things with her. Yep. So not that I'm condoning what she's doing to Osman, it's terrible. But no, really, but she can the... flirt with or talk with whoever the heck she wants. And she says, What
0: I'm doing is none of your business. Yep. And it's not. And then he comes back with, You were questioning my feelings. Turns out you weren't sincere with them at all. And she says, you can't question me. Mm -hmm. You can't get involved with me. And he says, if it's causing problems with our work, I can. He says, we need to check this folder. And she says, I don't need to do anything with you right now. Uh And he says, Layla, I'm saying that we have to work, that I have notes. She says, okay, Emory Bay, one minute. I'll solve this right now. She says – she goes and she grabs a Uh a notebook and she says, you can take notes on this. I'll check them before my shift ends today. (laughs) That way – see, we don't have to do anything together. And she walks away.
1: I love it. Okay.
0: So this is where my notes kind of – because he was making me so irritated Mm -hmm. in this scene because of the stuff he was saying to her. Uh And again, he has no right to say anything to her. No, he does not. So I said – so I started tallying a list of bad things that are all Emray's fault. Ooh. And I honestly realized uh, like 90% of the problems of this show are Emray's <gasps> fault. Oh. Be- either because of something he started or something he directly did. Mm. It all goes back to Emray. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh-huh. But Emray <laughs> Six degrees of Emray. Yes. So, Sun M's original lie. Yep. His fault. Yep. Everything Eileen has done because of their partnership and their relationship. Right. Emre's fault. Yep. Layla lashing out right now. Emre's fault. Uh Uh-huh. She would never have done that if he hadn't started everything up with her in the first place. Nope. Fabri
1: putting John in jail. Emre's fault. Yep if we want to get down to it because the bribery that emre did is what put them almost in bankruptcy which then made them need a savior to come in at the 11th hour to invest in the company and then he comes over to fabri
0: with eileen Mm -hmm. and they're working together with him yep and then he calls eileen who calls fabri it all goes back to emre eileen being back at the company his fault yep almost losing the red mode situation again because he's of fabri fault. it goes back to emory oh my gosh yep it's all his fault everything is emory's fault everything is emory's fault and i it kind of all dawned on me in this episode so emory is like, the
1: true villain of the show he is he
0: is but he's been able to be sneaky enough mm-hmm. and and that's why my thoughts on eileen had kind of Changed a bit. Changed a bit, not of putting less blame on her, but of you know you you'll have you'll have these, have you'll have these archetypes mm-hmm. and these stereotype villains, and she's the obvious villain, right? But in the end, mm-hmm. Emery won't tell the truth to John about anything, right? He refers to lies and being sneaky. He did the whole bribe, which lost them another account, right? He, it, it's it's it all goes back to him, yeah. He is the true ruiner of lives um, on the show.
1: It is true. So, ugh, it was crazy. I just had a aha uh-huh moment. Yeah, I did. <sighs> um, so then we get I said John M at some different maybe not cursed rocks. Yeah, wish fishing. That's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> I was like they're wish really? fishing. Yes. <laughs> Look because that's what I put too. I put wish fishing yes. with a heart. I wrote back to wish fishing. That's so funny. Okay. So here's my thing. This starts out, it it seems like something really cute. And maybe this is just me. But I'm also like, Osley, you're trying to make like a cute Aisha thing out of this. Oh. This like meaningful thing. But really it just felt like out of nowhere and not. It seems like something M would have done as a kid, not John. I could see that. Like. Going to finding a place where she sets her wishes into the sea. I can like, see that.
0: It it almost felt a little too too reminiscent of the bird thing. Is that what you? Is that what made it? Maybe I mean, makes it.
1: I don't even know if it's that it because just...
0: Sanem just did that. You know, it was a place where she would go as a child, right? Seeking refuge right. and
1: quiet. And now in this episode, it's all of a sudden, John he had a place with his. Yeah, uh, and it was just like, and I got it because he was trying to. I could see the point was so that he could connect with her about the whole parents hiding thing. Yes, because he's like, you know, when my mom first left with emory and, and that I was, was sad. very sweet, and, and you it, could clearly see the hurt in, in his yes. eyes. Yes, and I do agree with that part. I was like, oh, this was sweet because, and he even says it's not the same thing because your parents love each other, right? Mine just never belonged together, yeah. and I realized that later. Yeah, but yours love each other, and everything's gonna be. okay. It is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So that part was sweet. It just. It felt off. Like, okay, in episode 14, when he takes her to that house, we didn't know that house existed before. It's not like we all knew all from the get-go there was this other house he grew up in. True. And that was introduced kind of, quote, out of the blue. Yeah. But it fit and it worked. Like –
0: Yeah, that's interesting. But then him
1: taking her here, it just felt like, okay, where is this coming from? Because I don't see baby John or child John just doing this. It was just very – whimsical and very it's just something i could have seen Son M doing as a kid okay. not john so it just i didn't fully connect with the cute moment it was supposed to be okay. other than yes the hurt on his face when he talks about yes. his mom leaving and that and them connecting over the whole parent thing and him encouraging her like it's gonna be fine that was very sweet yeah i just i couldn't connect with this moment I, the way I think we I were think I can to. see that.
0: I think I can see that. It, it probably would have been a little more fitting to the John DeVit character had he taken her on a boat or on a hike. Yeah. Something. Because he's, he's an explorer. Right. He's a traveler. Mm-hmm. So maybe doing something more along that nature. Yeah. And taking her with him. Yeah. Because, yeah, the house thing totally makes sense. And right. it was a big part of his childhood. But um, – yeah, I I guess I could see that. Yeah. That and
1: even, like, when he off. brings her to the cottage, like, that was a totally fit thing. It's, like, where he goes to be alone because it's supposedly, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Again, very with his character. Yeah. yeah. So this just felt like, yeah, this just felt like a very last minute, oh, what cute thing, what cute moment can we, like, hmm. pull out of thin air? I could see that. It just, it missed the mark for me. Mm. Um, As much as I love John M scenes and cute moments with them. Right. It just right. kind of missed the mark. Um, but yes, I do like the phrase wish fishing. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I wrote, oh, here we go. Oh, no. The mysterious car shows up in the Mahale. Yeah. I put, whoa, Huma already? I know. I could not. <laughs> that means she literally has been with the show for half of it. And I think that's why my mind was so blown. Uh-huh.
0: Because I was like, I could have sworn it wasn't until the 30s when she yeah. showed up. And it's. Super it's soon, super early. It's literally halfway through uh-huh. the series
1: that she shows up. So I'm like, dang, yeah. Anyhow, so I think initially we're not really supposed to know who she is because she never says her name, right? But there had already been pictures and and the news had already been right. Out. Well, and again, just like the whole when something's about to happen, like he all of a sudden mom's showing up again, like she's calling Emery and John's and he's recalling talking about and mom. Uh huh. So it was, you know, we were kind of given the hint. So, at this point, we don't, quote, know who she is, but we know who she is. Yes. So, she's this clearly rich woman. She asks Muzo about a home for sale because she gets out of her car that supposedly is broken – excuse me, broken down. And then, of course, Ja'Kal catches wind and is like, oh, a rich person in our neighborhood? Let me deal with this. Yeah. Basically trying to kiss her butt. So that she buys up property, I guess, and improves the Mahalé. But she, like, wants to buy a whole block, and she's like, it needs to have a French feel to it, and this and that. And even – I agree with Muzo here, and he's like, what, is she, like, some Hollywood star or something? Like, what does she need to buy a whole block for? Yeah. And I agree. Then she enters the Bacal because she wants mineral water. Yeah. And Muzo's like, oh, soda water? I can take you to get that. And Jacal's like, no, mineral water's different. And trying to, like, be all snooty-hoity-toity with her. Yeah. Anyways, they go in there. Of course, it looks a little crazy in there because there's, like, clothes hanging, base yeah. ironing things because and she doesn't want to appear. Like, she doesn't take care of her husband's clothes. Right? And
0: Nihat is living in the hall. Right. Bacal, so. so,
1: it looks a little crazy for a grocery store. hmm And uh, Huma is basically like, um, okay. And, like, doesn't want to sit in this chair because it looks old and stained. Like yeah. She's just a snob. She's just a total snob. She's making all these backhanded comments. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Um and i basically just hate her and i did i did laugh though because we, they
0: go back to the wish fishing mm-hmm. um and we see more of that and then when they come back it's huma muzo and Mevkebe sitting awkwardly uh-huh. and and muzo and mefke kind of look at each other and there's this hilarious moment cuz muzo kind of shakes his shoulders uh-huh. Like, I don't know. She's some she-she uh-huh. lady. And you see it on Mev's face. She's so close to the laughing breaking out loud. Character. And breaking, yes. She kind of,
1: you know, closes up her mm-hmm. lips so that
0: it doesn't look like she's smiling. Well,
1: and I almost wonder if maybe that was um, a ad-libbed part like yeah like maybe he wasn't supposed to actually like, right. shake and his shoulders and he just did it, it. kind of
0: was like oh
1: okay uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> trying like not he, to laugh like he went off script a little <laughs> i like it though because basically they're ex- explaining you know like well this is a neighborhood and this is she's like well we don't have neighborhoods we have residences and all this crap now. yeah and then somehow it comes up about nihon and Bay, and she's like well, that's there's no such thing as that where I'm from. If there's an argument, one leaves the house for a five star hotel. Like, yeah. I'm like oh brother, of course you did. And then Isoon shows up and starts getting involved. Um, yeah. Son M's name is thrown out there, and that's when Huma's light bulb turns on. Like, oh, Son M. Uh-huh. And then if you didn't know it was Huma before, you I feel like you pretty much do now because yeah. she clearly hones in on that name. Yes, and is like Son M, huh?
0: Yeah, and so. Although,
1: aren't there going to be many
0: Sanems in Turkey?
1: That's true. (laughs) Like, who – how is it supposed to be the one Sanem? Right. So, that was just interesting. Anyhow. But, yeah. So, then Aisun and Mevkabe kind of start arguing back and forth because Mevkabe is basically like, yeah, there's no place for sale here for you. Like, you have no place here. And Aisun's like, that's not true. We're a great place to invest in all this crap. Mm Mm-hmm. Then John drops Son M off near the Mahalle. Yeah. Gives her some sweet encouragement about her parents that it's gonna be fine because they love each other, they'll figure it out. Yeah. And he leaves. Um uh, and but because he drops her off like in like towards the back end of the Mahalle. and he's like, Don't worry, like I'll get out of here sneakily. Yeah. He does not drive by the mystery woman. Uh-huh. And, so, and see her. And see his mother.
0: And then Son M walks up right as Huma is kicking the cat's food. Yes. Because the cat scares the cat off. off.
1: So yeah. She's a jerk and kicks the cat's food and water. Yeah. And sanam Let's her have it. Oh, I loved it. Let her have it. I loved it
0: so much. Yeah, and she she's ticked at Jakal right. and I soon because she knows they're just kissing her butt mm-hmm. because she's rich. Yeah. And she's like, "No, you're you're gonna refill the food.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not going and, anywhere." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And she, uh, Huma tries to just throw money at the situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's and Ja'Kal's like, "Leave her alone. She might invest in in this area." Mm-hmm. And she says, "She should invest in her personality first. Yes, first be a human, then come to our neighborhood." Yeah. And then she knocks on the window and grabs the money, yep. and she says, "You're trying to fulfill your humanity with payment, but your strength won't be enough for that." And she throws, throws the it. money back in I her love face, it. basically like you're trying to pay your way out of this situation, mm-hmm. and life doesn't work that Instead way. Instead of just
1: being a decent person. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I love Yeah. It.
0: And so she drives away, and then uh, DeKal and I soon are all upset, and and Sondheim's like, "What? Why? Why are you upset? Because you weren't able to schmooze fancy people like this?" Uh huh. Which again. Just showing that, uh, at least to Son M, money isn't what matters. Right. And that's not what she cares about. Right. So
1: I just loved that she gave her a piece of her mind. I agree. And then we have stupid, sad Emory with Layla flashbacks. Boo freaking who. Yeah. Poor when, John. When, yeah. little baby Emory, uh-huh. why don't you cry about it? And then poor John walks out and is like, what the heck are you doing out here in the freezing cold? I guess you're, like, he tries to make a joke about, like... His mind must be heating up or something. Uh-huh. So he needed to come sit out in the freezing cold. And it it is cold out there because you see their breath mm-hmm. when they're talking. And I'm like, poor John just wants to propose. Because even Emory's like, I did know. you get a chance to? And he's like, no, there's like all the parent drama still. We haven't got a chance to I be alone for me to do it. I don't understand Emory even asking. Like he even cares. I know.
0: I know. All he cares about is his sad, sad little life. Right. Where nothing goes right for him. When it's Mm -hmm. all
1: his own dang fault. Yep. So true. And then I wrote more Mahali and Iden drama. Yeah. Because I think it's just basically Sonam's explaining there was this horrible woman and Matthew Bay's like, yes, I ran into her too. Mm -hmm. She kicked the cat's food. Basically, they're both just talking about their disdain for this mystery, evil, rich woman. Yeah. And then
0: the sisters decide to make some sort of a plan to try to get the parents back together. Right whatever yeah
1: they're like trying to parent trap it or something i don't know yeah and then sonim's back at the office nervously yep. prepping for the presentation yes and she's basically like i think daren should do it she has more experience yeah, She'll she's, do well. who am i and yeah. then john is very
0: encouraging yes. did you write down everything he says I, wrote, I only did like one thing so did
1: i i just wrote that he says he's like trying to calm me down. like listen you are an angel that makes everything you touch shine bright like the sun. Uh-huh. You're my angel. Uh-huh. And he's like, and don't you blow my mind every time you touch me? <laughs> and then she's like, well, yes. And it's kind of funny because he's saying all these sweet things. And she's like, wait, are we just pumping each other up right now? Like, yeah. Is that what we're doing? And he's like, no, of course not. Like, that's not what we're doing. Do Does that need to be done? No, it doesn't. Like, you're amazing. You're this. Uh-huh. And she basically is like, okay, okay, like, I've got this then. Yeah. And it's settled that she's going to give the presentation. It was yes. her idea. She's had great ideas for campaigns in the past. Mm-hmm. She's done other presentations. Mm-hmm. And it's gone well. So then McKennon and company show up. Yeah. And I wrote, P.S., his representative for the Turkish branch. Aicha? Um, yes, Aicha. Could show Huma a thing or two about uh properly, naturally curly hair. Ouch, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, seriously, Huma's hair looks terrible. Like, it's like over gelled and like, like flat on top, but then like, like comes out. I know that's so mean. I know that's so mean. (laughs) And listen, the the actress herself probably, it's probably fine. But whoever did her hair on set just clearly didn't do the hair of this other person. Because I feel like Huma's hair probably could have looked like that like get yourself some diva curl or something like (laughs) i just thought this girl's hair naturally curled it just looked good and huma's did not for being as rich as she supposedly is like right could have been styled better (laughs) Um, sorry guys and then eileen murdered a muppet
0: for her coat (laughs) and then she she actually listens to emrae because yeah. Emre is like, what do you mean you're going into that meeting? Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, she says, um, I have a stake in the company, jackass. And yeah. I can go wherever I want. Uh-huh. And Emray's like, if you go in there, my brother will just cut you down and, blah, and embarrass you in front of everyone and blah, blah, blah. And for whatever reason, she listens to him. I didn't really understand yeah. the need
1: for that scene. I mean, maybe she just didn't. Because, regardless of her having shares or not, like the people in there obviously respect John. So maybe it was just more like, well, yeah, they'll probably take his word anyways and all look dumb. So it's kind of like, fine, for now, I'll listen, but you better basically get him. Because he basically was like, listen, I'll get him to like agree with you being here or like see the fact that you were the hero. Yeah. But you're going to need to give it some time. He's not just going to trust you right away. And she basically is like, okay, fine, I'll give you some time. Yeah. And then flits off. Yeah. And here we are. here we are in the turtleneck era. Also,
0: oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was I've been so busy just hating him that I haven't <laughs> been paying attention Even to what he's his been Yeah, here we are, and um, then of course M kills it. Of course, in the presentation, uh, and like, then I
0: I I kind of want to insert a a clip of this because mm-hmm. it's so funny to me, and I showed my husband last night because after her presentation, uh-huh. Max mckinnon the american i the wrote quote,
1: the quote american <laughs> he's like perfect i, I like, like it, it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i wrote okay mr american lol <laughs> it's like in that movie we talked about earlier <laughs> Sada jason oh yeah. there's a supposed american, american guy who's placing a bet on a fight uh-huh and the turkish guy like helped him place the bet It's <laughs> basically it supposed to be like a rigged competition <laughs> and it doesn't go the way it was supposed to so the american loses all his money yeah and he's like uh, I don't remember what he says, but it's something about basically like, you better get my money back. Yeah. But he's like, where is my money? <laughs> you better get it back. Like, and it's so like, this is the American? Are you serious? <laughs> like, it's so funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> I- <laughs> i i played it i like paused it because
0: i was laughing so hard and i played it back i was like eric listen to this he's supposed
1: to be american which i mean you know i'm sure yeah americans trying to pull off oh absolutely we butcher oh, yeah. accents of other well, languages mean, horribly wrong i mean constantly i love Ever after, I love that movie. Oh, but Drew Barrymore but has the Drew Barrymore has worst English accent the you've worst. ever heard in your life. And I think they're supposed to be French, anyways. I'm pretty sure that story is French. Yeah. Yes. So, if anything, it should be a French but, accent. But
0: any fairy but, tale movie like right. that, the guy is an English guy. I know. It just doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I'm uh-huh. by no means saying oh we we Americans know how to uh speak a different language and Uh be convincing because i'm sure we don't yeah you're right because they all have french names yes (laughs) Uh uh-huh but it's like supposed to be but there's supposed to be an english accent so guys americans we're just (laughs) horrible we're stupid but maybe the maybe worse yeah we're probably far worse oh my gosh so we're totally not making fun of the guy's attempt at english no just the fact that they're trying to pass him off as american is what's really obviously
0: though on the Turkish screen, maybe they're like, yeah, fine, whatever. He's
1: speaking English. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, if I heard, yeah, when I hear Turkish, I could not possibly, I would not be able to distinguish one person's. If they, if they put a person in front of us who was speaking Turkish as a second language and a person in front of us who's speaking it as a first language, I probably wouldn't be able to be like, oh, you're, you're butchering it.
0: Well, even, even, um, like, what's his name? Özgür, the, the guy who plays Fabry, mm-hmm. he, he's, Playing an Italian. An Italian. So he's doing his Turkish with an Italian accent. Right. I couldn't tell you how he's speaking Turkish any differently. No. Than any of the other characters. Exactly. So. Anyway. Anyhow. It's yeah. just funny. It's just funny
1: because. It's, it just sounds funny. I just. Because it does not up. even sound remotely like he's from the States. Right. I like it. Oh. <laughs> <It's> so... <laughs> we should start saying that every time we like something. Just like that. And he also, then I said, uh-oh, Ooh. JJ's getting an ominous feeling from the universe. Yes. Because he's like, look, everything's going great. It's all this. And I just, basically he's saying he's waiting for the other shoe to drop. He's a seer. He knows. He is. <laughs> he can see the future. It's true. Because even Gules is like, stop putting these vibes out into the universe. He's like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm getting a vibe from the yeah, universe. Because all wrong. these good things are lining up and something bad is bound to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm like, JJ... He's right. You're so right. And then, this is sweet, Duran actually congratulates Sun M, Yes, I liked And that. not even really begrudgingly. No. I mean, you can tell she's probably struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. but not enough. I mean, she puts it aside and t- has the humility to basically say, like, you did a good job. Congratulations, yeah. which well I, done. I liked. Yes, me too. And then they and then Emery decide does. to throw a party at John's.
0: Oh, what does Emery do? Oh,
1: he congratulates her too, but she like oh. reluctantly is like, oh, thanks. Yeah. I just love the difference in I her accepting done. it from Doren and accepting it from Emery, yeah. even though she's had problems with both of them in the past. But yeah. Doren isn't the force of all evil. No. Uh, and then, yeah, I love that because Duren's like, guys, we did so good. Let's have a celebration at John's. They haven't even asked him. I know. <laughs> it was cute though because yes. she
0: she says it to john and we're
1: probably putting you in a bad situation yeah and, and, he's, and like, he's like i was ready for this yesterday uh-huh. when <laughs> have i ever said no to something like this? exactly and then jj's like can i be the dj and he's our transition into the party yes, with his arm dancing, his arm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's my
0: favorite and i love then, him so much in the nondescript dance music yes <laughs> And then of course Jada shows up, but Duran invited her. Yeah, I kind of get it though because Jada did help the situation. She did. She kept Max cool, right, and helped kind of calm right. the situation down right. a little bit. But at the same time, like, okay, your characters run its course. I like, know. can I'm you so not sick of her? Can you not? But John and Sanem are being all cute in front
1: of her. Oh yeah, and even Sanem's like, yeah, you know, even when we're not together we can, can, can hear each other's thoughts and john's like it's true <laughs> like he's totally in it and I love it and again here's another ominous clue and sonim's like all huggy and snuggling to him and she says to jada like no one will be able to break us up <sighs> easily which is clearly a which clue that someone or something will. break them up uh-huh. easily yeah and then the doorbell rings dun 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 I <laughs> 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 look at my paper i wrote that <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we haven't been friends forever or anything.
0: So we were we were at dinner Yeah, last week for Ashley's birthday. For my birthday. And <laughs> it was just it was just a few of us. Uh-huh. And my mother in law for I guess doesn't know how I don't know.
1: Maybe she, I don't think she realized how long Ashley and been I friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So she was kind of asking when we met or yeah. how long we've been friends, and and Kristen was explaining we've known each other since we were like ten years old, yeah. um, <laughs> and then you know when we were we were we went to high school together we were really close and then after high school we were roommates, um, and we worked together and at the and <laughs> at the same exact time Kristen and I go at the same time oh,
1: I, because I because at the time it was well, a lot yeah we okay we. We worked at the same restaurant together. Uh-huh. We lived in the same house together. Uh-huh. We actually were taking a marketing course at the college together. yeah, and we and both were in high school ministry at our church. Like we were both youth leaders. Yeah, and we all we did that. And I basically said all that, and then both of us said like at all the at same the same time. time. And like her sis, Everybody sister just starts laughed. laughing because yes. she's like, yeah, clearly they haven't been friends that long. <laughs> And yeah, it was just funny because it's like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are definitely things. That's just a lot of time together. That's a lot of time together. Oh, it is. And it could totally have like made her broken. Well, and a friendship. Like and it's crazy the crap that we've seen
0: together. I know. And I mean, we've we've been friends mm-hmm. through every single boyfriend yep. and breakup, every single and one, bad, horrible boy decision, yep. and all of that. It's so true. So yeah.
1: So we say things at the same time a lot. Yep, we do. (laughs) Which is just saying a lot because our personalities are actually very different. They're (laughs) very different. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, we're just exactly the same person. It's not that at all. Yeah, we're completely different. We just really, really know each other. We've known each other
0: for a long time. Anyway, so Huma walks in the door and – And, of course, Sanem's like, you again? What are you doing here? And And she's like, you can't come in here.
1: And she's like, and Huma's (laughs) like, oh, clearly you must work here. And, like, throws her coat on Sanem. Yeah. Go hang this up for me. And she's like, listen, aunt. And she's like, aunt? Who are you calling aunt? she's like, I'm trying to be respectful because Because of of your your age. age. And, (laughs) And then John walks up. And does she say his name? Does she say John? Well, she and Huma are kind of fighting. Oh, and, yeah. And, and Sanam's
0: like, you can't come in here. Right. And Huma's like, who are you to say I can't come into this house? And, and she's, she's like, say- actually, I'm a member of this house. Uh-huh. And John walks over and he's like, Sanam, why are you yelling? Yes, What's going okay. on? And then Huma sees him and she goes, oh, John. Hello, John. And he's like, M- oh, hi, Mom. And, and then like, Sonam looks back and forth. And Mom! They start and the slow motion yep. shots
1: and then the and then it episode is over. The episode ends. Yeah. So, yes. Now we yep. have a face to the name yep. of Huma. because Mom. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, heard about her all throughout the show. Yep. And so now she's here in the person, in the flesh. Yep. So, so. you know, clearly she is going to be the one to play a huge role in trying to break them up because first of all we like already... we don't
0: have enough people wanting exactly. to break
1: them up i know
0: after emre and uh-huh. eileen and Fabri and yeah. jeho uh-huh e- everybody yeah. yep
1: <laughs> and all these people still exist in the show it's not uh-huh. like some of them have left they're all still around but
0: we needed more
1: so it's like okay clearly all these whole this whole episode being like nothing's gonna break us up we're solid we're amazing we're this and then Huma shows up mm-hmm. already has an opinion formed about Sanem that's our big aha like okay so oh, here's and the next who's
0: who is the author of her feelings about Sanem back to my theory it's Emre
1: Oh. All Duh. back to Emery. Yes, because every time... He's the one who told her yep. all about Son M. Ugh. And when he first brings her up, it's er, way earlier in the show, yes. and it's not in a nice light at all. And although Eileen does the same thing. Oh, it's Eileen. You're right. And she's like, yeah, there's this girl. So yeah, it's Eileen and Emory yeah. both. So yeah, she's got this whole painted picture of who she is already. And yeah. So Everything it's like, is well, here, here comes the uh, ominous thing JJ was feeling from the universe. Yeah. Because... This can't – it just can't be good. Like, yep. Like, there's, no, there's no way you can think this is going to be good. Yep. Their first meeting before they even knew who the other one was. Mm-hmm. And now that you know who the heck she is. Mm-hmm. He could tell the foreshadowing. Yeah. He felt it's, it. It's just bad. Yeah.
0: So. Yep. So until next week when yeah. we see
1: <sighs> ugh, how this all starts to pan yep. out. How the – the fabri lie is gonna br- play out along mm-hmm. with now huma's presence being here there's just a lot of stressors now that are going to be entering into john m's life not that there weren't before with it's like we got rid of one stressor by like her parents finally know
0: right all the stuff and finally. now we're just
1: throwing another roadblock at <laughs> yeah. them and yeah. yeah which i get like that's the whole thing of the show but at the same time it's like yeah. It's just beginning to feel repetitive. Mm-hmm. So these next few episodes are probably gonna be rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not as happy, feely, um, swoony as we're used to. I know. So. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, so yeah, just a quick reminder to the winners that we mentioned. Um, if you're listening to this episode and you have not received an email, please send us an email. Yep. Um, and we'll get your chipping info and all that stuff to get your prizes sent out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the question of the week. We want your thoughts about perfume gate, yes, and yeah i feel like we covered everything at the beginning of the show so yeah come find us on social media at dizzy 4 dz on pretty much everything yep dizzy for dz podcast at gmail.com if mm-hmm. you want to email us some of your thoughts we got to talk to um a newer listener this yes. week which was nice uh we love hearing from you guys so and mm-hmm. please rate review subscribe all that good stuff yep and until, until next time yep Post to go go to shooters